0: Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I share my recent article in Forbes titled Practicing Emotional Agility to Become a Highly Impactful Leader. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's great to be with you again today as I share my recent Forbes article, Practicing Emotional Agility to Become a Highly Impactful Leader. Fostering a safe workplace environment that models and promotes the healthy emotional agility of leaders and their people is essential for organizations to thrive in the future of work. Introduction. We live in an increasingly complex, interconnected world, where leaders are expected to successfully traverse a rapidly shifting business landscape, both internal and external, to their organization. How can today's organizational leaders hope to effectively navigate these changes in their efforts to maintain a competitive advantage and continually bring value to the market? I recently wrote about five characteristics of highly impactful leaders, but here they are as a recap. Practice Emotional Agility Create a clear meaning and purpose. Practice systems thinking. Practice openness and transparency. Authentically care. In the coming months, I will explore each of these five characteristics in greater depth, fleshing out exactly what it is about each that will lead to enhanced leadership capabilities and successes in today's complex organizations. A personal vignette. Throughout my career, I have repeatedly faced the challenges associated with increasingly complex personal and professional conditions. As we all have, this is part of the human condition. At one particularly challenging time, I was neck deep in my doctoral research, while working six different side jobs to meet our financial obligations, as well as trying to do my part at home. My family was growing, four young children with the fifth on the way. My amazing wife was juggling her own graduate program while for the kids, and we both had extensive service commitments in the community. As you might expect, this was both a rewarding and stressful time. To say we were stretched thin would be an understatement. As sleep was in short supply, and as I was trying to keep everyone happy, I had to learn to pivot quickly and practice personal agility. I didn't have the luxury of discretionary time and every decision to focus on one area meant I would have to leave something else undone. As someone who is prone to perfectionistic tendencies, this resulted in a lot of anxiety and stress, though I wasn't labeling it as such at the time, which further negatively impacted my sleep and caused an additional strain in my relationships. The truth is, I wasn't practicing self-care. That seemed so selfish to me, and I wasn't handling things effectively. I was just getting by. As I was sinking deeper and deeper and getting more and more overwhelmed, I realized things needed to change. For the first time, I started to acknowledge and give a name to the struggles and challenges I was facing, including the emotional turmoil I was in. While this level of emotional vulnerability was scary, it also became empowering. I realized that what I was feeling was an integral part of me, not to be ignored and buried, but embraced and leveraged. Starting with prioritizing my family over educational, work, and community commitments, I also prioritized self-care and my own emotional health. The inevitable impact of this shift was improved relationships and performance in all aspects of my life. What is emotional agility? Increasingly, organizational leaders are recognizing the importance of emotional agility. Dr. Susan David famously stated in her book, Emotional Agility Get Unstuck, Embrace Change, and Thrive in Work and Life The truth is that organizations themselves can never be truly agile unless the people who work within them are agile, and more specifically, emotionally agile. Without emotionally healthy people, leaders can't hope to have agile organizations. Developing and practicing emotional agility, what some have termed radical acceptance of our emotions, is critical for effective and impactful leadership. Jen Coletta recently described it this way, among the steps to embedding emotional agility in one's life is showing up to our feelings, including practicing self-compassion and being kind to ourselves despite failure. We must also acknowledge our emotions for what they really are, such as owning our disappointment instead of masking it as stress. As we learn the skills associated with emotional agility, we will be better equipped to recognize and understand what it is we are feeling and why we are feeling it. We can then be proactive in managing our emotions rather than merely being reactive and driven by them. This empowers us to leverage our emotions in being intentional about working toward a desired outcomes rather than being held hostage by them. Why is emotional agility important and necessary in leadership? I argued in a previous article If we hope to effectively connect with and lead our people, we need to first understand and be clear-minded about our own inner workings. What drives us? How do we respond to stressors? What situations bring out our best and worst? How do we prefer to lead and how do we like to be led? As we better understand these and other aspects of ourselves, we can more effectively practice self-care. Additionally, we will be better equipped to practice emotional agility and be in a position to show genuine empathy and better understand and support our people. As leaders, we need to learn to connect to our authentic self, embracing the messiness of our life experiences, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We can't suppress those experiences or deny what we are feeling or how emotions impact us. This will allow us to connect with our genuine leadership and communication styles, and we can avoid the mistake of trying to be something we are not, which is not sustainable and usually leads to mistrust. Over time, we will develop the ability to more effectively manage our thoughts and feelings, especially in periods of difficulty and distress. As we develop our own emotional agility, thereby increasing our ability to sincerely connect with our people, we both model effective emotional management for our people and give them permission to bring their whole authentic complex self to the workplace. Conclusion. Fostering a safe workplace environment that models and promotes the healthy emotional agility of leaders and their people is essential for organizations to thrive in the future of work. We must learn to recognize and understand our emotions and their impacts on our performance. We must be more proactive in leveraging our whole self and driving personal and organizational success.